Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Poor Charles 411. Today we are talking about Alan, 99, Alan Quartermain from 1996 to 97. And like we said on Monday's episode, he wasn't... He didn't have a lot of major storyline that was him. Right. So he just had things. He just had things that he did. So I watched all oh, there's really good videos of these years. Lots of good videos. Really good videos. So I just started it and let it play all the way through until the end. And then I went back and watched the nurses ball for uh-huh. 96 and 97 and um, the anniversary stuff for 97. So yeah, we're just going to kind of hit on what was going on. And then for 97, it is a ton of the trial that you'll hear what we're talking about once we get there and the stuff that he did during that time. Yeah. But it wasn't, he was nothing not was centered around him. Right. It was, or his actions regarding other things. I don't know. We'll no, just no, get no, into it. No, I think that's accurate because so we start basically 96 and we had talked about. I don't know if we even talked about it because it was in the videos, but it was Monica related. Right. But basically Monica winds up getting a secret admirer and Alan takes credit for the gifts. Yep. I didn't pay attention to what the gifts were. It just, she just kept so getting. So it started with that painting. Oh, okay. And then I think she just kept, but exactly the same. I was like, all right, this is. I'm trying not to concentrate on that. Right. But yeah, she got a couple presents and. A um, bracelet. Oh, a brooch. I think that there was a brooch or something that she showed Edward and 
It could have been a bracelet too. I could be, it, it was some kind of a piece of jewelry okay. that she showed to Edward. I forgot how much they liked each other. Yes. Edward and Monica. Yes. Because she actually asked Edward, are you my secret admirer? Aww. Yeah. Edward. And he's like, I'm no. fond of you, but no. <laughs> I was going to say, was he just like, no, that would be inappropriate. What the heck? So yes, we had talked about Monica having some self-esteem issues. And so since she thought that Alan was her secret admirer, they make love for the first time. He told her, her that he was though. Yeah. And it was actually a really good fight that they had because he's like, how foolish do you think I am? He's like, you're all, he's like, I try to tell you these things and it took you not knowing that they were from me to actually appreciate them. And she's like, you're missing the point. She's like, you're my husband. So you're going to tell me that I'm beautiful. And I, not that I don't trust it, but it's like out of loyalty. Right. You know, whereas totally true. hundred percent. Yeah. Guys really can't win with that one. No. <laughs> I personally go through this all the time because I'm like, I am not happy with the way I look right now. Mm -hmm. And my husband's like, well, I think you're beautiful. And I'm like, that's great. Right. Well, <laughs> glad you're happy, but I'm still not. Right. And I'm like, I appreciate that. However, I'm still not happy yeah. with. Yep. <laughs> and she said, she's like, it's one thing for, you know, my family to tell me certain things. She's like, it's another thing for a stranger mm -hmm. to be like, hey. Exactly. And paying that attention to her. So, yeah, they finally were intimate since the first time since her surgery. And that was actually a really beautiful scene. You know, I think that. I'm sorry. They but... didn't fall into bed. It was actually, I thought it was, did you watch it? I didn't watch it. I thought but... it was nice. He was standing on one side of the bed. She was standing on the other. She removed her robe or whatever it was that she was wearing. Like it was, it was a very tender scene. Oh. It wasn't done in the usual um, passion. I see that. Okay. I thought it was very lovingly. Right. Like reassuring you know. to her. Right. Very exactly. Nice. Yes. Okay. Um, and then in April of 96, there was more Quartermain fighting. It's about all Quartermain. Well, at this point, things. Jason's Jason Morgan. Mm -hmm. Monica's had her surgery. Right. And Alan had almost had an affair with Bobby. Right? Yeah. They were fighting about all of that and more because that's just what they do. And then Alan wrongfully accused AJ of drinking, which was a whole big thing, too, because obviously AJ who is who wrecked the car and caused Jason's accident. And so he was kind of sensitive so about that. so hard to not go off on that. <laughs> I mean, there was enough sprinkled in. It was okay. And then... Then it says Alan takes credit for a secret admirer gifts. Was did he ever send some? I don't think so. Okay. I thought maybe he sent one or two and then she started getting more from someone else. I don't know. I don't know either. I that thought so how... so when I watched it, I thought that when he claimed them in February, the... he was Okay. But then we find out later, maybe this is when we found out that he hadn't been the one that sent them. Okay. Was it? I don't know. So we forgot to say this. We love Curly Q Girl website. Um, it stopped in 95. No, it had the... 90. It still had 96. Oh, it did? It did. It just didn't have 97. Oh. So. Okay. Um, I thought it ended in 96. Mm -hmm. So that's why. Okay. No, it had 96. It okay. Well, still, there's still not but a lot. But it didn't. Yeah, it didn't. 
clarify if he had actually bought them. And, and I don't, cause I only I watched. And so I was confused at one point because I thought okay. that I was like, wait, when did he not? Cause okay. it, it was mentioned in one of the videos that he had not been the secret admirer. Cause she said, you know, and you took credit for these things that you didn't even do. Right. So darn it. Okay. I guess there wasn't like a big day where it was discovered that he wasn't no. the secret admirer. Okay. Mm-mm. Um, and then in May, Alan's concerned because Mercy is going HMO. And the reason that that's mentioned is because in a couple months here, Steve passes away and then Alan's in charge. And so them going HMO is like a huge deal against GH because they're already having money problems. And then in June, Alan's upset he can't perform surgery anymore and punches a glass cabinet because he's jealous of Dorman. But nowhere could I find either when the original injury happened. I don't know. It just says an old injury, an old yeah. injury. It wasn't something new, but because of whatever injury that took place. So if you know, let us know, because I could not find it anywhere. Um, Neither could I. And so then uh, Tony tells him, well, Dorman could repair your hand. And he already doesn't like Dorman, even though at this point he doesn't know that there's anything going on between uh, Monica and Dorman. And then it was the nurse's ball, and he's saying beautiful girls to open up the nurse's ball. Did you watch that? I watched 97. Oh, okay. For this one, he was just standing up on stage singing as everyone came in and they snapped the pictures. And they do like they do now with like they take a picture and then the picture like shows up on your screen. Oh, yeah, like yeah. It's developing. So, um, yeah, that was what he had sang. And we just love whenever he sings. So I could have watched it forever. And then in July of 96 is whenever Steve passed away. And so, yeah, Alan's then in charge and realizes they're in more trouble than he thought. And that the hospital is going to end up closing because there's not enough money for any of that. Did you watch anything else of that that you want to comment on? We can go through all this and then I can fill in. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then in August, Alan asks Sonny if he can use the $30 million that he gifted for Stone's memorial wing. And he said no, which I'm not sure that I understood why. Because if the hospital is going to close, you're not going to get not a gonna memorial have. Yeah. Anyway, but Sonny said no. And Sonny and Alan were fighting all the time because Jason was working for Sonny. I think that's probably why. Probably. Even though Sonny. I guess, but he's always been so good to the hospital. Yeah. But anyway, he said no. Know. Sonny and Alan are feuding over Jason through all of this. Again, didn't get too much into it because that's a Jason-Sonny storyline. Mm-hmm. But Alan was obviously upset by that. And so then he asks ELQ for the money and they can't give it to him either. So it does actually close. Oh, I guess it hasn't closed yet. I'm sorry. It's getting, it's like more and more apparent it's going to close. And then September 96, Sonny and Alan argue over Jason and Jason like tells Alan like back off. You mm-hmm. need to knock it off. So those were good scenes. But again, it was more about the Sunny um, Jason storyline. And then in October, Alan has the hand surgery. And that was huge because Dorman just happened to have an opening in his schedule to do it. And Alan said, sure, go ahead. And doesn't tell anyone that he's having it done. Did you watch this? I did. Okay. Doesn't tell anyone that he's having the surgery done. And he Which doesn't. he just got mad at Monica for doing. Right. Let's just remember this one. Yes, exactly. Because she had gone for the uh, breast, the mastectomy Reconstruct- without telling anyone. Wasn't her reconstruction? I thought it was her reconstruction. Oh, maybe it was the reconstruction. Yeah. Yes. Because they had to do the mastectomy without her realizing they were taking that much. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so he goes for the hand surgery, but he does not know that Monica and Dorman are having an affair and Monica just stopped the affair. And so she comes into the hospital and I think, 
Tony. Tony. Okay. I was going to say, I think it was Tony, but then I was trying to picture if it was one of the nurses. Tony says, oh no, Alan's in his surgery. And so she rushes in and gets her scrubs on and comes in because she's afraid that Dorman's going to screw up the surgery on purpose because he's angry that she just called off their affair. So we can talk about the surgery. So we'll do that and then we'll move on to the next because October has two lines, but they're pretty significant. Yes. So when Alan was going in to have his prior, like over the summer, when Alan is like deciding, should I have the surgery yet? Like I can't, he couldn't operate. Right. So like, that was the thing. Like, I hate to say it was good timing, but it's like, it was good timing that he was in a position where he could take over the administrative role that mm-hmm. Steve's passing had opened up. opened up Yeah, as an interim, you know, chief of staff, chief of the hospital. And Emily had asked him not to let Dorman yes. do the surgery because he creeped her out. Yeah. And she had overheard like Monica and Dorman. So spoiler alert, Monica and Dorman had an affair. That's what we've kind of been alluding to. Such a good storyline by itself. So we're not going to get too, well, too we much into it. it with the Monica's we lovers. We did. We did. So go back to last February and listen to Monica's lovers. <laughs> and I loved this part because... Alan got like one of the interns to give her her boosters. Yes. And he was like, if you hurt her, I will fire you. But she was so cute. She was like, like, I won't tell him. I know. It's okay. Don't be scared. Oh, and the voice that he always did with her was Sylvester. Like from Looney Tunes. He always did like, because I I finally watched the Sydney the Bear thing that you talked about. So anytime he was like trying to not necessarily come down to her level, but like to just kind of break the wall, you know, that. He would always do that voice. So, and then Monica had begged him not to get the surgery because so much was going on at the hospital Mm -hmm. that it needed saving. And she's like, you're going to be on some pretty heavy painkillers. You need to have a clear mind and not be in recovery when we're doing all this stuff. Right. And she doesn't want him making decisions without a clear head. So then he winds up getting that surgery done and he asks Amy, he's like, well, I need you to come take notes. And she's like, isn't that what your secretary's for? And this is the original nurse, Amy Vining. Oh, love her. And so no one knew that he was having the surgery. Dorman had told, but Dorman kind of alluded it to Monica because she said, he said when she was trying to break it off, he's like, oh, I have an appointment with your husband this afternoon. She thought that he was just trying to get like a consult or something. Turns out it was the surgery. Okay. See, I didn't. I watched that, but I didn't pick up on that. Yep. (gasps) No, no, no. You know who told her? You know who told her? Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy was who told her because she came into the surgery after Tom Hardy had told her and Dorman had put him under general anesthesia instead of a local. Yes. And she's like, well, I am here to make sure that nothing happens. Exactly. Exactly. And Pierce gave Alan the pain medication. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. And then I just had the question. I was like, when did he stop being able to do surgery? Because that wasn't in there. Right. It did not tell us that. Okay. All right. So then, so he ends up asking Stefan Cassadine for the money. And this is the whole nother ah! side story that was really hard to not go off on because. And it was actually Nicholas's money. Yes. It was actually Nicholas's money that Stefan would have to sign off on. But Stefan didn't feel comfortable signing off on that much money. He was underage. Unless he was going to monitor what was going on at the hospital. But him and Nicholas were supposed to leave because, um, Laura had Laura, asked them to. Yeah, Laura was not wanting them around, but the whole reason they had shown up was because Lulu needed the transplant and 
Nicholas was <gasps> the one that saved her. And so, yeah, I could have gone down that rabbit hole for days because oh, Nicholas was so cute back then. The 90s were so good. And, and I think I texted you and I was like, seriously, of all the Cassidines that are coming back from the dead, why can't Stefan? Yes. Yes, you did text me that. So, yeah, he was awesome. And not that I don't love new Nicholas, but Nicholas with Emily and the crush you could see she was having. Mm. And they bonded over their parents being deceased was just like, <sighs> but anyway, so finally stefan brings laura there and is like well she has to say yes before i can say yes and yep. so laura's like well yeah you have to stay because well, he hospital. wasn't gonna hand over the money without saying he could stay yeah he wanted to be able to oversee it and have day-to-day -day interaction and he met alan there like after hours right it, it was, was all, like, really like, creepy because yeah. well, the hospital had clothes yeah and was that after aj had recommended to alan that the staff was all at a bar Yes. And had said, he's like, you should go maybe buy around, mm -hmm. you know, try to comfort them. And everyone at the bar Attacked was so yes. angry with Alan. Mm -hmm. They're like, we'll chill out if you'll pay our rent for the next couple of months while you figure this out. But it wasn't his fault. No. And that was part of Alan. Tom Hardy went to Alan and was like, how the heck did this happen? My dad's spreadsheets oh, were perfect. Such a jerk. He was such a jerk. Well, in fairness. Steve Hardy was awesome. Steve Hardy was awesome, but somewhere and he, he left a legacy. Them. He wanted he kept he wanted to keep up with the Joneses. And Alan said to Tom, "That's Mercy got yes this, so we got two. Right? He's like, and I'm not saying he's like, but if the balance sheets are right, he's like, your dad might have been paying for this stuff out of his pocket. He's like, I wouldn't put it past him. So like he was saying, he's a great guy. However, right, he overextended us, and yes. now we can't afford it anymore. But then something happened. So I guess they were refinancing the mortgage and you know a lender wants you to have insurance on your right. property well something had happened with kevin that kevin got sued mm -hmm. and so it increased the insurance For premium stalking. is that why it was mm -hmm. okay okay but it was actually ryan okay <laughs> we can't go there <gasps> we can't go there so but kevin was in trouble but because then it was, alan decided yeah. to cancel the insurance guys seriously don't cancel your insurance don't ever cancel your insurance on anything if you need to lessen coverage or something i don't know but so he removed the insurance so then the bank removed the refinance because there was no insurance on the hospital so right. therefore the hospital had to close there you go Hoy. <laughs> but ultimately laura said yes so then stefan could say yes so then the hospital reopened and everyone got their jobs back which is yay except for norman Okay, so Dorman jumped ship and went to Mercy because he didn't want to be there right. when it was closing the doors. So then Dorman decides that he's going to sue Monica because he's mad about her ending the relationship. But he says that Monica sexually harassed him and has this crazy suit against her. And that's just like where it begins with all of that. We also learn at that same time, Monica had put off her cancer checkups and mm -hmm. Emily was freaking out. Yep. So yep. finally she went and got her cancer checkup and she was still cancer free. And her and Alan had talked during all of this time. And so it ended up bringing them back together. So well, cause she approached moving. him and was like, Hey, um, well, and that's when the affair started was the day that Alan had moved out. Yes. And Monica approached Alan and said it was the day that she received the lawsuit packet. And guess who was helping her? Alexis Davis, new attorney in Port Charles. She is so young. We were all so young. I know, but she looks 25 so years young. ago. 
But in my brain, they don't age just like we I don't know. age. I know. So I didn't, whatever. But yeah, so I mean, basically the rest of 96 just gets into all of that. And in December, Alan reads the Christmas story at the hospital. And Dorman had cornered Monica in the parking garage, threatening her. And Alan wasn't having it at all. <laughs> Not yes. at all. Not doing it. Nope. So then in 97, what there were, I only have like really two things. Okay. And one was the nurse's ball. Okay. Because he sang the song from Cinderella mm -hmm. that I love. And he danced with all of the ladies who were wearing dresses that they were going to be auctioned off at the nurse's ball. So all of the women were like models and it was, it started with Bobby and then Gail Carly being played by Sarah Brown, Amy, Dara Jensen, and then Monica. And he like really danced with her and, or he, no, he they said, didn't I dance. Love, I he love said, you. I love you. And I don't think they even swayed, but he had like the most time with her. And then Emily came down and then Alexis and then Keisha. And then when Lucy came down, he held her hand for one second and, and then like, like flung her away. Flung her off. Yes. <laughs> it was, it was nice. I didn't like Alexis's dress though. Everyone else was so done up and Alexis's was just like a normal nineties. But did like, you know that they dress. made a rainbow? They did make a rainbow, but I still yes. didn't like the dress. It could have been fancier. It was like a long sleeve, long dress that but like it looked like it was made out of like stretchy material. Yes. It was not fancy at all. It was something no. that back in the day we would have wore with those like a um, professional dance competition person's I dress. I didn't even think it was that because it was tighter. Okay. I pictured it with like, you know how everybody put hiking boots with everything back then? I yes. pictured it with hiking boots and like a flannel over top okay. of it. <laughs> not on Alexis, I don't, but I know but what you're saying. The yeah. dress it was to me. Yeah. Yeah, I was not impressed. With, I don't know. She could have done better. And then the only other thing I had was their anniversary. Oh, okay. So in between all that okay. was the trial. And Alan was just amazing. Once again, you cannot help but love him. But it got seamy because the entire world did not know about her affair with Ned. And so on the stand, oh, she was questioned. Oh, 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 that's why. Okay. So on the stand, she was questioned about I didn't that. I watch or, the or trial. He, he, maybe it was Dorman who mentioned it. And so uh, Emily was at home. And so she's like calling home because it was televised. She's calling home and is like, Emily, did you watch the trial? Well, Emily already knew because she had heard them talking about it right. beforehand. Right. And this is Isn't she who told Dorman. She told Dorman. I don't know if she told Dorman that she told Dorman that Kevin was working with them. Yes. Because yes, Kevin. I, yep. Yeah. Kevin. Um had met with them, had met with Monica and the attorney in the morning and said, Alexis. yes. And had <laughs> said that, um, you know, he was crazy and like the way that he was going about things was totally insane so that he would get all chummy with Dorman and figure out, you know, some inside scoop or whatever. And then Emily was mad at the hospital. And so she walked up to him and was like, you don't even have the friends you think you have because Kevin's on our side. Yeah. And that totally tipped off their game. So Emily should have kept her mouth shut then. But that's when Emily was getting in trouble because she was feeling confused that they were fighting all the time and Monica's on trial and they're never home and whatever. So she started hanging out with Matt smoking pot. And I was like, I forgot about that. Like, Innocent little Emily, what is she doing? She was always so good. But anyway, so Monica had to 
to like deal with all of that. And then when um, he was on the stand, when Dorman was on the stand, he said something about, well, yeah, she wanted to be with me because she couldn't even get her husband to be with her and like said all these nasty things. And so Alan in court goes up and punches him in the face. And then Dorman with uses that. With his hand that he had just had <laughs> surgery on? Oh! Yes. So then Dorman uses that to his advantage, though, because the judge is like, you know, you can press charges and have him arrested and whatever. And Dorman's like, this is a very emotional thing for him to hear. I can sympathize. I feel like Alan and I are both the victims of Monica, blah, blah, blah. Ugh. So, no, I don't want to press charges. And so um, Alan has to pay a thousand dollar fine to the court for disrupting the hearing. <laughs> And that's that. Exactly. He probably could have paid cash. Right. Exactly. And the um, media is warned that if people keep making a scene, that it will be a closed hearing, mm -hmm. blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah. And then Emily was questioning at one point in time why Alan and Monica even stay together if Monica's out cheating and they fight all the time and whatever, because both AJ and Jason are like, this is just how it is. Like they argue and then they fall back in bed together. It's all right. And she's like, I don't understand. And Jason only knew this for a year at this point. Right, right. And he was still very standoffish with them and did not, you know, socialize with them or hang out or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so there was a really nice scene when Monica was on the stand explaining that she had made a mistake by being with Dorman and that she always has and always will love her husband. Like Alexis is trying to get her to say this affair happened because I thought my marriage was over and like turn the, you know, dialogue one way. Mm -hmm. And Monica's like, no, I knew my marriage wasn't over. I love my husband. I've always loved my husband. I will never stop loving my husband. And so then she goes on about how he's so caring and compassionate and sexy and whatever. And um, Emily gets to see like all of that and then understands yeah. the relationship better. So that was important for that part. And then Jason shows up at one point, like at the end of the trial, just to say, hey, I'm here. I like heard about what's going on and whatever. So that was a nice moment between he had already had a moment like that with Alan. And so now he got it with Monica. And mm -hmm. so it was nice to see like that was when he was starting to try to come around and whatever. But yeah, there's a bunch more other stuff in the trial that's like trial stuff. So you have to watch all that. But there were some very good scenes with with Alan just being a very a supportive good husband, husband, and, and you just kind of understand their which, marriage more. And, and that's Norman, when we—that's when we knew Alan. We knew Alan in the nineties, right? So for us to revisit <laughs> the seventies and eighties, <laughs> and we're like, how did he even become this great? Yes, because we only saw him as the loving, taking care of Stone, taking care of Robin, mm -hmm. taking care of Emily. You know, mm -hmm. so this right. has been a oh, that was something that was her. super sweet too. Again, not actually Alan, but just part of the Alan storyline ish is um when the hospital closed and they weren't sure about everything going on. Then Jason wasn't sure how. <gasps> yes. Um, Robin's meds would yes. be covered. And so he went to Alan and was like, I don't care how much it costs. Just let me know and I'll pay for all of her meds, which was like. And then he said, do you think three million will cover it? And Alan was just like, yes, yeah, I yeah. think you're going to be okay. He'll be fine. But he said to him, he's like, that was very generous. Yes. You know, and Jason said, what's money if you can't do some good with it? Right. So I wish so that, sweet. I mean, now he's gone, but we haven't seen that part of Jason no. in a long time. It's like every time he had a brain injury, like his charitableness just went away. Right. 
exactly. No, that was very, very sweet. And just his protectiveness, even again, not to go off on the Monica stuff too much, but Dorman was constantly trying to instigate them at every turn. And so like he went up to Alan after the surgery and like all of this had come out and was like, we really need to do your checkup. Come on. And Alan's like, get away from me. And he's like, no, you need your checkup. And just being a jerk and making comments about Emily all the time that makes Mm. people want to punch him and whatever. So he shows up um, in the courtroom when Monica's just sitting there waiting for like the press to die down because the final verdict come in and she just wants to go home and whatever. And it starts talking, you know, crap again. And Jason stands up and grabs him and slams him against the table and is like, I should break both your hands right now and end your surgery career too. And I'm like, oh yeah, Jason, go ahead, protect her. So, well, in the one thing too, is that Alan was going in a lot of stress during the hospital closure and then the trial and something that kept happening was he kept taking the pills. Yes. And everyone kept encouraging him yes. to take the pills. Yes. Monica, like was, Monica like, was always like, you know what? You're really hurting right now. When's the last pill. time you took a pill? Right. And right. that leads us up to 1998, which we will talk about next, next week. week. Yes. And also, um, Dorman said something about, I can write you another prescription. And, and Alan's, Alan's like, I'll just write my own. And you're like, oh, that's probably not a good idea no, no. for you to be able to do. So yeah, it was all centered around Monica's trial, but it didn't really, again, remind you of who Alan was and what their relationship was. And they were important parts of the Emily connection and Jason trying to stay somewhat looped back in. And um, even AJ and his alcoholism because he was still drinking and Alan was showing how disappointed he was in that and yelling at him and all of that kind of stuff. So yeah, that was all of what 97 was. But the anniversary, did you watch the anniversary? I did. There was like three part clip and Emily was throwing them a surprise party. Was your favorite line of that when he says, I haven't tried to kill you in 15 years. I wrote out the entire dialogue. <laughs> oh, okay. So it starts with, first of all, they had a lot of flashbacks that we hadn't been able to find earlier. So like when he proposed. Yes. And then when she told him that she was pregnant with AJ. Mm-hmm. And then when they beat each other with the foam bats. Yes. Like that was all in there. And Monica was on the bench talking to Jason about how she's thinking about leaving Alan and Jason's, he said something and she was like, you might go running, but you're a lot like your father. He remembers when he was thinner, but not when he was younger. <laughs> and then both Alan and Monica are off separately reflecting about their past. And then they finally come together and Alan suggests to them that they can both go have their affairs and just meet up on the holidays and have conversations and just go their separate ways again. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, that's not going to work. And they played a montage to Celine Dion's Because You Loved Me, yes. which I had recorded both sides of a tape, <laughs> like almost nonstop back in 97. Oh I mean, God. I had it so much and I played it so much that my auntie Erica actually had the single and she gave it to me and she was like, here. <laughs> She's like, I don't even want to listen to this song anymore. <laughs> so finally, after they decide that they're going to stay together and like all this stuff, Monica says, you know, I used to want to hurt you, but I don't anymore. I guess that's progress. And Alan says, I used to want to kill you, but I don't anymore. I guess I'm mellowing. Monica says, not that much. And Alan says, well, I haven't tried to kill you in 15 years. That's cause for a celebration. Would you like some champagne? (laughs) And they toasted. (laughs) And there was the funny part of, um, 
Edward coming in. Did you see that? Edward came uh-huh. in and he's like, Alan's not here. You guys are getting divorced again. I'm so tired of this. And he tells Justice to go and find Alan at the hotel because he can't send Ned because that would cause an issue because of Ned and Alan both being with Monica and accuses Monica of making like sexy eyes at Ned. And she's like, what are you talking about? No, I have not then. And then in walks Alan with the champagne and they're like, maybe you should have a glass too, Edwards. You can chill out. And just again, in watching all of this, Lila and Edward, I miss them. Yes. They were so good. She ruled that family. (laughs) But that was really it. Like that was all that. Yeah. No write up for it. We're going to do better. But 98 is pretty much. I think that even if 98 has more. The only thing we're talking about next week is Alan's drug addiction. Right. Storyline. So. Right. Yeah. This led us into how the drug addiction started. Why he had the pills and all that. So it was important to cover. But it really was just the trial. The trial. The trial. (laughs) how many parts do you think we're gonna have of this so this is part nine i don't know the drug addiction is gonna be part 10 and we're not even gonna be done with the 90s yet i don't know. do you think we're gonna go to like 15 (laughs) maybe think we'll be in ready for february (laughs) maybe not maybe it gets smaller like this one was quick we could have technically combined it but the drug storyline i feel like needs its own it does need its own yeah so that's why we made this one a quick one yes we'll see where we end up it's all entertaining because Alan's awesome. Yes. Just go to YouTube, guys. Exactly. And check our show notes. I mean, we're putting the playlists and stuff and you can see what we're talking about. And that was the nice thing about watching all of the trial stuff, though, and leading up to it was because we had talked about Monica's lovers, but we just kind of tried to pick on yes. this stuff. Yes. But hearing Dorman talk to her and the way that all of that went, like I had it kind of running in the background and every once in a while I would be like, oh, he is to jerk so i've enjoyed catching and if up you on watched all the rest desperate housewives dorman was bob yes. the sweet as anything attorney next door lee's husband bob yep was pierce dorman yep but he's and he was nasty such a jerk in so G8. Yes. hey alan didn't have an affair in this time period Wow. In these two years, he he was ended up. (laughs) That's true. He had just come off of the affair with Bobby and now she was interested in stuff on. True. True, true, true. Okay. Good job, Alan, for not having an affair for two years. Cold star. All right. So join us on Monday as we recap this week's shows. Have a good weekend. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Pier 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at pier54podcast at gmail.com. 